Welcome everybody to the Clear Tai Chi Mastermind meeting for Friday, April 21st of 2023. Um, I'm Richard Clear, your resident host. And with us today is Matt Holker, the regional organizer for Maryville, Tennessee, outside of Knoxville. Welcome. Hi, everybody. Harry Leg in Verona, New Jersey, outside of New York City. Hello there, Sifu. Thank you. Uh, school is New Jersey Tai Chi. Uh, yep, about 15 miles uh, from New York City. Great to be here. Welcome. Thank you. Martin Shad in Michigan, in Central Michigan. He'll tell you what part. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Hi, it's uh, Midwest Michigan, covering like the Grand Rapids, Lansing area. Welcome, Philip Chan in Columbus, Georgia. Hello, all. Welcome, Jim Canner in Costa Rica. Hi, everybody. I'm with Muchi um, Energy Arts, based out of Las Catalinas in Guanacaste, Costa Rica. Art Don in Greenbelt, Maryland, 12 miles outside of Washington, D.C. That is exactly right, Sifu. Thank you very much. Yes. Oh, just really east of Washington, D.C. I'll get it eventually. I just, today, I don't know where I got that. Anyways, but it was right. Yay. Okay. So, Sheila Bell in Costa Rica. Hey, it's good to be here. It's uh, Balance Ideal Tai Chi in Guanacaste also, like Jim, 45 minutes away from each other. Uh, I have classes in Playa del Coco and in Medeiria. Welcome. Ty Talbert in bedroom communities outside of San Antonio, Texas. Hey, how are you doing? I'm three miles out of San Antonio. I have classes in Win Windcrest and Converse and it's Warrior Tai Chi. Welcome. And Jim Kelly, and Jim, you're on mute. Jim Kelly in sunny Boca Raton, Florida. Yep, Boca Raton, Florida. Thank you. We're uh, we're in West Boca and Ancient Aunts, West Boca, and also schools out east in East Boca and Del Rey. And if anybody's down for World Tai Chi Day, look us up in South Florida. <laughs> I always feel like game show hosts introducing our contestants. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. All right. So today's topic. Well, before we do that. Uh, if you hear things you like today and want to do more with that, there are two things and or the speakers and the different ones that are and all of our participants here. The, uh, the Tai Chi gathering, which we have every June, the first weekend in June, and this will be our third one that's coming up. And uh, it's lots of fun, lots of push hands, lots of different classes and lessons and things. Um, lots of fun, lots of great food. I made sure. Um, it is at the airport Hilton here in the, the Knoxville airport Hilton here in Maryville, Alcoa, Knoxville, Tennessee. And the, uh, and you can see most of the folks that are on these calls at that event. And of course me and him, we're on the calls too. And, uh, other guest instructors, we've got some real good ones lined up for this year. And that to, to sign up for that, to come out to that, go to Tai Chi gathering dot com that's tai chi gathering dot com um, if you see other things that you like about what we're doing and want to get involved in clear tai chi uh at home highly recommended clear tai chi level one we both have it in ddd and online and that's at clear martial arts dot com let me just say one quick thing about all that is that i did the the studying primarily from videos for the first like that I did, I got a ton out of it. It's great material, but it really does not, uh, it, it doesn't really kind of compute the level of power that you can get out of it. 
unless you've had a hands-on experience with it. It's the, the first time you actually get hands-on with one of our instructors. It is a game-changing experience. And so please, if you are in the area of one of the regional organizers here, if you're, um, if you're able to get to them, uh, please do that and, um, and, you know, check it out and get hands-on, uh, get, get, get hands-on with one of our instructors if you possibly can, um, and feel it for yourself. And if you can't, uh, if you're not in one of their areas, you can probably get hands-on with all of them at the same time at the Tai Chi gathering. So check that out. Um, if you absolutely can't get to one of our instructors or to the Tai Chi gathering, or if you can, if you're one of their students or you are coming to the gathering, but you just want to be able to supplement your training at home, then go to clearmartialarts.com and check out what we've got for you there. Most of our students do actually, most of our live students do actually use clearmartialarts.com to supplement their training. It's a great platform for that. I know I do. <laughs> I do too, actually. I've been working with him directly for eight years and I still use the online resources. So, um, so check it all out and hopefully you can join us somehow, some way. So today's topic with Harry is uh, T T Fung is how he says it's pronounced. I've heard it said T Fang, um, those kind of things. And so, uh, without further ado, Harry, take it away. Thank you very much, Sifu. Uh, so yes, so I have the honor of uh, teaching this workshop at the gathering. Um, going along with T Fung, it, it really deals with root, which is one of the first of the 36 primary jins that we teach in clear Tai Chi. Um, this is uh, because root skill will overcome just about 85% of all other jins. And uh, it also brings about significant health benefits. So root by itself is its own body of study. And in this workshop, you'll learn a really useful aspect of root, uh, Tifeng. You'll be learning how to get on and under the root of your opponent, as well as how to counter Tifung when it may be used against you. Uh, this will improve your uh, internal push hands abilities, as well as many related martial applications. Um, also, I should, I'll should i tell you what uh, Tifung means. T means to lift, and Fung means to release, like releasing a bird and letting it fly away. Uh, so besides root, Tifung also includes on or push, one of the uh, four primary jins. I uh, chose this uh, topic um, to teach because root is just one of my favorite skills for using for all sorts of things. Um, but there's a massive laundry list uh, of things that you can do with root. And of course, I love push hands. It also includes... It also includes na, which is seizing, and there are different aspects. And this one, the na is more like a capture kind of a seize. Sorry, go ahead. No, oh, yeah, thank you, Sifu. Um, and some pung as well, and some e skill. It all kind of comes together there. Um, so, uh, one of the uh, questions that I thought I'd throw out to the group is, what are some of your favorite uses of root skill? And your answers, of course, could be martial or health examples, uh, or both. Um, so have at it. Who'd like to, uh, talk about what they love about root. Art. I will go, um, and mention root in connection with, um, healing because I, I, I do some healing, you know, directly or sometimes remotely. And I found that as I'm 
developing the, the sensitivity for um, healing with different processes that as I also increase my root that that, um, that gives the healing more um, sort of strength or um, I can use the term power because it in increases the I guess the efficiency of of the healing techniques that just makes it stronger as I'm trying to help with the person on whatever issue they have. So again, I just in in a, in a nutshell, it um, helps me strengthen and increase my healing abilities. Great, thank you. Um, who else? Sheila, Costa Rica. I would agree with our. Yes, <laughs> I would agree with Art 100% as far as the healing and particularly as I've learned to increase root by opening the crown. And so if you're doing a healing, that, that connection up as well as down, right? If you really want to increase your root, you've got to have both. And um, that makes the healing much, much better. Uh, also, just more recently, I've I've just started playing around with root and it's just a lot of fun. There's so many different shapes that you can make and ways you can utilize, you know, what you've got stored down there. And it's, it's just, it's been a real discovery for me to know how versatile uh, and just how creative you can get with your root. I never expected that. Yeah. And a lot of that would come from the mind or e-skill in what you can do with your root. And, right. and also, as you spoke to uh, healing and, and, and getting it uh, better aligned with your Zhongding, your central equilibrium, uh, upper connection, um, not only in, in working on others, but working on yourself, if you want to relieve pain in yourself too. So, all right. Yeah, Sifu. So I teach, I teach root as one of the first things that I teach in terms of when somebody's got the basic form and you know some of the other basics go on. In terms of Jing, uh, I tend to teach root as one of the first ones. Part of the reason for that is that because we're talking about it's down, gravity is helping. Most jings are doing something with the energy where there's direction and shape and all of that. But most of them, you're having to generate that. There's not anything there that's greatly helping you to generate that. You're having to make it happen. And even pong, like external pong, just holding your arms out there in good good expanded shape, that's one thing, but internal pong requires root or dropping the, sinking the chi is what they would talk about in the basic points in order to make that happen. So you get to sink that then creates an expansion, a gravitational type of an expansion or an EMF expansion, uh, electromagnetic field behind it. And so it helps you build chi and then it also helps you as you're building it and doing things with it. It helps you increase and enhance and, and build and become more skillful with your E. And again, you've got that help to begin with. So then when you move to Jing's where it's about, you know, horizontal or upward movement, these kinds of expressions. Now you've got something to work with because you were able to do the easier one in a certain kind of way to do that. I'm not saying that all root work is easy because some of it's quite a bit of work but it's easy compared to doing the same kind of work, going a direction that's anything other than what gravity is helping you to do. Thank you, Sifu. Uh, 
Boca, Florida. Jim, yes. <laughs> you want to unmute? Uh, you know, it's uh, the Tai Chi, Jing's, or or Earth Energy. I know that this is heaven, man, and earth. Uh, I tend to work a lot with my hands and, and do a lot of physically strenuous uh, activities. And, and it's interesting. I find a connection with the Earth Energy much you know, much more conducive to that. Um, you know, again, it's, it's just whether it's, you know, working, I, I had a project recently, I was moving telephone poles around and they, you know, the, just the weight of them and the, the bulk and being tied though to the earth energy seems to, you know, seems to give some more of that strength and, um, that more practical uh, well-being or so yeah uh as opposed to the you know you, the heaven energy tends to feel to me a little bit more cerebral a little bit more you know light airy so again just a personal observation i don't know if it falls in with your <laughs> your experiences Harry. <laughs> no that's great thank you jim love yeah. it all right uh mark were you gonna i yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah <clears throat> excuse me i got a little sore throat today um i was just gonna say that uh uh i feel like the root energy is like a force multiplier for all the other skills so if i go to do electric magnetic some kind of electric or magnetic skill that makes it way oh, excuse me way way more uh uh, when my roots down, I like you experiment with root while doing another skill, it makes it more, uh, more powerful. It seems like. I love that phrase. I'm going to remember that a force mul multiplier for some other skills. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Ah. All right. Anyone else? Yes. Ty. Um, it's a little bit different than what everyone else is saying, but as an instructor, I get some people that come in that tell me they've been doing Tai Chi four or five years or they did Tai Chi years ago. And it's a way for me to evaluate where they're at. I mean, sometimes I'll get people who don't even know what rooting is. And then I'll get other people who come in and they'll have a fairly good root. And I'm like, okay, this person has put in some work. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think I've told this story before, but, you know, we always have new viewers or, or listeners on our uh, podcast. Um, way back, my very first student um, uh, had been with me for around about six months. And there's a big Tai Chi event that no longer exists. It was the Tai Chi Gala. And as I was taking him to the event and letting him know, hey, you're going to be able to put hands on and, and push hands with a whole bunch of people. This will be a great experience. And um, he had developed in the six months he was with me some pretty significant root. And he comes up to me at the event and whispers in my ear, um, I've only been doing this six months and I've met these people that tell me they've been doing this for 10, 12, 15 years and I'm moving them like, like nothing. And I kind of, I'm like, well, yeah, I told you the, the whole root training that we have in our program is primarily what's probably letting you do that. You've got root and, and I can't tell you how many people honestly don't, or they don't understand it, or they have the, the thimble full of it. And we will root and root and root until, I mean, if you're really training it, until your legs are crushing a bit. 
And if and if you're truly doing that, good, you're really working it. I'll tell my students, yeah, if your thighs aren't going, hey, okay, <laughs> you're you're working me, then yeah, you, you can go a little further. Come on, let's go. Work it harder. Um, and I remember uh when when it was brand new to me, um Sifu Clear sent me uh, home from the workshop going, all right, I want you to just work en route. And when I see you again in like three months or six months, whatever it's going to be, uh, you should be feeling different. If not, I'm going to know you haven't been working it. And it was one of the best things because I had this one very important skill to work on for several months. And really, and, 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 you know, I don't know where I'm at now with it, maybe uh, high school or, or college. Uh, Sifu goes, it goes from, you know, preschool to PhD with all of the different jings and the skills and whatnot. So um, that's, that's really, yeah, Matt, go ahead. Yeah, so um, so he did the same thing to me when I moved here. He he, one of the first things he gave me that was like for my personal training was like build heavy route, do this every day. And he actually told me you're probably going to be doing this every day for the next four years at least, um, <laughs> as a primary. And so um, that woke me up in a certain kind of way to how important really was and I put some thought and attention into like why that is and what it's doing for you and and why it's so important and it really is one thing you can focus on like you were saying Harry but it does so much for you once you've had kind of the basics and you've got that under your belt and you're you know basically you know kind of a beginner to intermediate level beyond just beyond the basics and then up to intermediate student you can build more roots and in order to do that, you have to have, it pulls you into better and better alignment. It forces you to relax more and more around that alignment. It gets your mind engaged in a way and builds that e-skill. It's building chi volume. It's building the ability at a certain point to manipulate the size and shape of that chi. It is one of the first skills I have ever seen people really wake up to chi sensitivity with. They can feel other people's root beneath the ground without touching them. Yes. Um, we do, we do that in the Fogong in three days for the Wei Chi field. And that's a, that's another way that that happens. But in terms of the kind of traditional Tai Chi skill set and practice, people feel root, but before like almost any other kind of like Chi on another person in that way. Um, and really quickly. And it's like this eye opening moment for them when it happens and root is Actually, once you understand it and you've, you've kind of felt it and you've got a little, it's really easy to build on your own. Um, it, it happens a lot faster and a lot easier when you're playing and have push hands and have feedback. But you can, you know, work on your route every day. Um, and so it is really just an amazing thing for everything that we're trying to do in Tai Chi. It helps build all of those skills. And it's just one thing. Um, you know, one one thing you can focus on and work on that's doing all that stuff for you in the background. Yes, exactly. Yeah, thank you. Um, is there anyone else that wanted to contribute? No. Yep. No. Okay. Um, yes. So, almost any Jing is going to be a force multiplier. Okay. That most of them will be the, and some of them are fairly simple yet, and some of them are quite complex and difficult, and the levels of things. When people start off and start at the Lee level, pretty much, or just Wu Chi, having everything together and organized, and then um, and then the Lee level, the, all the physical stuff and the forms and all of that, and then the Chi level where you're building Chi, um, the 
dropping that root early on, which is a jing, which is later on in terms of actual studies, um, really helps to build that. But part of the reason you get a lot of people in where they don't know anything about root is that most people in Tai Chi, what they've really got exposure to is the, all the lead level stuff, all the forms and different kinds of physical push hands and all that stuff. They've got about that much chi exposure unless they've been doing a bunch of qigong and then they have a good amount of chi exposure as well of course it's marrying those two things up properly and well that may or may not be quite there and then for the e level find that that all of a sudden you're the crowd thins out real fast that most people haven't had much of the mind training that's there right and the mind intent training and then because of different books that have been put out there and some of what's taught, they've had some exposure to jings, but usually not very much. Or just usually pretty light. And usually what they think it is, is, is actual Lee skill. They'll do physical things going, I'm doing a jing. And it's like, no, you're doing a Lee skill. It is the right idea for the one that if you take that up through the levels of the chi and the E. And then the Jing, it will, you will graduate it into a Jing skill. And the fact that you can do it physically is going to help a lot sometimes. Sometimes there's not a physical equivalent for what the Jing skill is. Anyway, so most people don't have much in the way of actual Jing level skills. And as a result of that, they come in, they don't know what root is, or they do root and they either can't do any, or they can get, you know, they get a foot, not even a foot, inches below the ground. And I've got some roots. Well, they've got something, but it's not like a root jing yet versus because we're dropping it down in there and doing that like that and using that, we're really working it at a jing level, which then that's why there's an accumulation of chi in that in a certain kind of way and why the e skill is being built because it requires e manipulating that or directing in a way that the chi then wants to follow in order to develop that jing skill more and more. And so you've done by starting with the Jing, but then the other things come online. So, anyways. Okay, thank thank you, Sifu. Um, so, for those uh, listening or watching this uh, podcast that aren't necessarily familiar with all the various things that we're talking about with Root, I came up with a little bit of a list. It by no means is exhaustive or complete, and there's I'm sure there's many things you can do with Root that I don't even know yet. Um, besides Ting Tifung, which I will be teaching at the gathering the first weekend of June. Um, so here's a, a bit of a list of some of my favorite root, root skills. Um, one would be root bounce, where you can bounce underneath the other person to move them. A continuous root shower, so to speak, to deal with continual pushing. Moving root to hide it. Moving root underneath and up into an opponent to uproot them. Quick and deep root drop to cause your opponent to become unstable. Using root for tingjin, your sensitivity to feel into your opponent. Of course, deeper root for better pung. Using root to create a table or floor, so to speak, under the feet of your opponent so they cannot root. Using root as a tool for building that E skill. Uh, for health, uh, I really like using it for dropping pain, such as knee pain. You drop that into your root for relief. Also, the obvious uh, to build leg strength and bone density, uh, deep root along with upper connection provides internal iron body. 
and we do test this in our training. We train deep root with clear internal push hands uh, method, and it's going to apply to your form as well as the Tai Chi fighting methods. So that's just a, a quick sampling of a, a bunch of stuff that you will be learning to do with the study of root. And there's more. Um, so I had one more question for the group. What are some of the common issues or difficulties that you have experienced as either a student or a teacher with root training? Who would like to give that a shot? <laughs> I'll, I'll go. Um, you, and one of the first issues I had with root training and developing it as really it was an issue with all my Tai Chi was, was relaxation. And I found doing the Tai Chi would help me relax. And as I relax, it would help my Tai Chi. And, and the same with rooting. If I try to root um, and I would get a sense of dropping root, but then I could, I would just overall relax my body more and then feel, feel the root dropping. And if I'm ever working with someone or just on my own dropping root and there seems to be an issue with it not um, descending or descending quickly, um, I just first thing relax more and it, um, it, it descends. And, and I found that if I get in a state where I am very relaxed throughout my body and alignment is good and everything, um, the root just descends itself without a lot of extra effort. So that's something I had. Thank you, Art. Uh, Jim? Yeah, I think uh, I, Sifu coined this one day, and I had not heard it before, but uh, it was, uh, you know, my my number one nemesis to root was, uh, he referred to it as monkey mind, <laughs> when you can't focus and be mindful enough and, you know, um, to, to apply. I think uh, dropping root requires a high level of mindfulness and, and like Art says, that relaxation that comes with the mindfulness. Um, and I think uh, I had a discussion with Ty and uh, I guess I never considered myself uh, with the issue, but a little bit of uh, looking around and always, uh, always trying to be aware of surroundings. And, you know, it's a, it's a slight, slight, you know, nothing like the guys that suffer seriously, but a slight form of PTSD where you're always trying to look around. So these were some of the things that I, I found that were, uh, were enemies of rooting or, <laughs> <laughs> so, but thank you for pointing it out, both Thai and Sifu, yeah. <laughs> thank you, Jim. Uh, Sheila? Yeah, so there's an interesting quality that your body uh, is trained to if you're kind of working at something pretty hard, but still maintaining a relaxed state, right? So for me, that... that uh, root skill was really the first place I encountered that where, you know, you want to go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper, but it's how do you get there? Relax, relax, relax. And so your, your legs are tired and they're burning and everything, but you're super relaxed. So it's an interesting, um, 
testing ground, I guess, for that new body state. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Who else? Jim, we're going back to another part of Costa Rica. <laughs> sure. Um, one of the things about rooting is to me, it's probably the most physical uh, aspect of practicing with the clear Tai Chi system. Because when you do root deeper and deeper and deeper, your thighs are really going to feel it. And I think there's a, a question of, well, okay, should I go work out on the Stairmaster for half an hour every day for a couple of months and build up my big beefy thighs? But then the question is, how is that going to affect tension in your legs and then perhaps work against being able to root effectively? And it seems to me that rooting is probably the most fundamental uh, thing that changed for me when I started studying clear Tai Chi, because that's when you started really understanding how to tap into energies. It started with root uh, and developing a greater sense of having to make sure your body is in correct structure, making sure we have good Zhang Ding as we teach. Um, and that was a big change in the way I started practicing. And it's interesting because I think the root energy is is in a way like push hands is for us. It's a way of checking to see if we're doing correct body structure and alignment. Because when we do, we have better root energy. And when we don't, we lose it. Exactly, yeah, thank you. Um, if you're off just a little bit, that is gonna affect your ability to root as well. So it is help keeping that alignment, which is just so crucial. We keep seeing that over and over and over with my students when they're off just a little bit. Holy cow. And, and now they really understand it, especially after taking some of the fighting workshops with Sifu Clear. And they see how that uh, posture uh, being off is very detrimental. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and it can be as, as little as just your head dropping forward just a little bit because you're looking at your feet or you're just you know, trying to get your head closer to the person to see if maybe you can ting a little bit better. <laughs> yep. All right. Anyone else with anything? Uh, yeah, Matt. So, um, yeah, I had a lot of, I've had a lot of struggles with crude over the years. I still remember when I first got here uh, and pushing with one of the senior guys at the time who had been around for like seven, eight years at that point. And then and after getting frustrated with maybe I, could get, I just had nothing for him. Uh, the only the only bit of advice he was able to give me was your root keeps coming up every time I push you. Don't let it do that. Um, and that, that's that's all the more instruction I was able to get out of him. And I, and I was not able to make that work on the fly. But, yeah, that was a big challenge was taking that that root and that structure and everything that I know that I that I was building and I could feel that I was building and really keeping it on under the dynamic pressure of play and really turning that into something that's like a body quality that I have um, and kind of translating and connecting up those two things. Uh, so that was one struggle. Another one was um, a lot of times for root energy to, to build it for students at first, we use the breath to, um, to help kind of lead the chi um, and release the chi and relax the chi and all that. And so a lot of times we start people and I, and I was no exception to this on an out breath ah, and relaxing it down. Well, for me, a uh, struggle became that then on an in-breath, it wanted to come back up. And so I had to divorce that action from my in-breath first, and then I actually had to figure out how to keep it dropping while I was breathing in 
and then how to and then figure out how to make it not tied to the breath at all where i could just drop that whether i'm breathing in or out or i guess those are my only two options for that but but um maybe holding my breath i guess i've never really be holding it yeah yeah i've never really kind of extra tried to root that way but i'm pretty sure i could um but i had to go through those steps um and uh and then there you know there's more after that and the ability to shape it manipulate it harry i still remember the first time you decided at the gala that one year to put your root under mine while i was doing my closed eye standing on one leg exercise and i, I just could not balance on the one leg until i heard i didn't know what was going on until i heard you snickering like 10 feet. <laughs> oh, okay. but, yeah. um, these are the stories that sound goofy to people that haven't yet had the training or experience but with mind skill you can do things that sound kind of crazy like that but uh, it all sounded yeah. goofy to me too right? Yeah. Yeah. right same here for ways to get currently excited about the material and i had not considered on the route but just did that if i start teaching how to put that underneath people who are near and the effects it'll have <laughs> she will be very devious with that She'll be very about it yeah <laughs> Oh, but that man. is, I will also say that that is, um, that was this, uh, I considered that so important that that was actually the subject of the, the presentation, the like mini workshop that I did at last year's gathering was how to build root like confidently on your own and really have it be functional that way. Um, because I've put a lot of time and attention into that. Like I said, it was the first thing he gave me and he put that much weight on it. So you'll probably be doing this every day for the next four years, at least as your yeah. primary thing. Um, you know, that was eight years ago. So I have moved on. I've added more since then, but the root fit part has not changed. That's always a part of it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, and, it, and you can equate it a little bit uh, to those that haven't done this training yet um, to lifting weights, sort of, kind of. You go into the gym and at first maybe you can do 50 pounds and that's where you're at right now. But couple weeks later, month later, two months later, that 50 keeps moving up to a higher weight. So how far can you drop root? You will hit a temporary limit. You keep working it. You will bust through that, bust through that, and bust through that. And so when my, where uh, my thighs used to absolutely be crushing and killing me years ago, now I have to go way, way deeper before I start getting that same feeling um, where they start to crush. Um, so yeah, it's in that way, a little bit like uh, uh, weightlifting. Um, anyone else? I'll share one of the, uh, so a couple of the things, uh, difficulties, uh, two in particular, uh, teaching other students. One is it's usually the more uh, very physical, they're hitting the gym, they're lifting weights, or maybe they've done another art such as karate or whatnot, and they come in and they're all tight in the chest. And they're, yeah, they're really, and getting them to learn to let go. Um, even when I let them put their hands on me and they feel it, they go, oh, yeah. But then they, they just, they're stuck for a while until they get, typically, until they get pushed enough and enough. And they're like, okay, uh, you know, because uh, while you're not supposed to have ego, especially when you're dealing with guys, you know, lifting weights and stuff, they come in and, you know, they want to win. And we know the training part of it and the learning part of it is not about that. But even with that there's still a little bit of that there so they they eventually start to figure it out the other the other thing is well you alluded to uh matt 
which is the common problem of you can uh, sink the chi, you can root, but then somebody gives you just that little bit of a push or something that tense you and boop, it comes right back up and off you go. So learning to keep that down is crucial, not just for push hands play, but, but really going to um, the fighting methods. Somebody is attacking you. What, what do people typically do without training? And, and for those of you seeing the video of this, it'll make a, a little more sense as they go, ah! and they're all, they're all tightened up and full of tension. So for those of you listening, um, it's, you know, you, you tense, uh, when you want to instead, and this doesn't happen overnight, train the response to drop and remain loose and calm with proper structure, of course. Um, and so not letting the, the chi rise with trick pushes and things like that is one of the more difficult things to get uh, the students to do. But uh, just with continued play, which fortunately it's so much fun and everyone enjoys it, um, you know, it, it, it does happen. So, um, all right, any other comments or uh, questions or I would be about ready to, uh, to wrap if nobody has anything else. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Um, once again, I'm looking forward to presenting a very useful and fun root skill. It's called T-Fung, lift and release. It'll improve your internal push hands play, among other martial benefits. It's at the Clear Tai Chi Gathering coming up very soon. It is the first weekend of June, the 2nd, 3rd, and 4th at the Knoxville Airport Hilton. There still is a bit of time to make it happen. You go to TaiChiGathering.com for all the details and registration. And by the way, if you can't make it this year, you already know when it will be in 2024. So clear the calendar now. It is always the first weekend of June. We welcome all styles, lineages, and skill levels. There's plenty for everyone from beginner to advanced. And uh, I know we all really look forward to seeing you there. So thank you very much. Thank you, Harry. I will add one more interesting thing about Root, by the way. Um, it is one of the sort of like Tai Chi secrets of long life. The powerful legs and the powerful energy that it builds is one of those like those factors in the longevity thing that you always hear about from Tai Chi, which I know is of a lot of interest to a lot of people who come to Tai Chi. So consider that. Um, and if you want to learn more about Root, um, if you can join us live, be at the gathering, be at Harry's presentation. Um, and uh, um, and yeah, uh, check it, check it out at TaiChiGathering.com.